You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Matt Loopy, flying in with some Eagles news. I was going to wait a little bit because I didn't think the Eagles were going to make any moves until Wednesday, probably, after a very slow Monday. But wow, after recording Monday night with Brian Boyle, uh, PHL Eagles Nation, make sure you check that out if you haven't already. The news is hitting like crazy. Um, right after that podcast, the Eagles signed Javon Hargrave, a true run-stuffing nose tackle that can also get after the quarterback for... Three years, $39 million, really big money, uh, making him the highest paid nose tackle in the league. So uh, that was a pretty good move. I like that. But now the whole, everybody's eyes are shift over to what's happening right now. I'm recording this at 3 p.m. Tuesday. And um, we're getting Jalen Mills back on a one-year deal, which I completely expected to happen that year. is up to $5 million, which is a really good value for him as a player. But it came with a twist. Josina Anderson was on the report saying that he is going to be making the switch to safety, something that fans have been vouching for for a couple of seasons now, but never really came to fruition. But now it's now it's happening. He's going to be a safety, and he's probably going to be a starting safety because shortly after, the Eagles decided to decline the contract option for Malcolm Jenkins, the longtime safety that they acquired from the Saints in free agency Six or seven years ago, he's been the cornerstone of their defense and the secondary. Two years in a row, he played um, every single snap on defense and special teams. But now he is going to be gone. It's going to be so weird not seeing Malcolm Jenkins in an Eagles uniform. I mean, just you would think when you're playing an offseason, Malcolm Jenkins has to be the center of that because of the what he brings to the table. He can play so many different positions. Um, he never gets hurt. He hasn't gotten hurt in so long, and now he's gone. And the Eagles were expected to shake things up, but I did not expect that to be Jalen Mills coming in for Malcolm Jenkins. When I saw that Jalen Mills was going to move to safety, in my mind, I envisioned that to be Rodney McLeod's role, and Rodney McLeod would be the one walking in free agency because I think they're a little bit similar in their skill sets. They can uh, sit back a little bit, wait for the play to develop, and then go make that tackle or go get that interception. I don't think Jalen Mills is suited to be playing slot corner linebacker 50% of the time or cover a running back or a tight end. I mean, he has before, but I, I don't know. I, I'm recording this right after this is happening, so it's all very reactionary, but um, I'm, I just don't know where the Eagles are going with this. Um, some other moves that have been happening so far is Jordan Howard went to the Dolphins for two years. Um, rap sheet report that it was over 10 million total so I think that's a great value for Jordan Howard I would have loved the Eagles to bring him back for that what five or six million dollars a season um, you saw what Jordan Howard could do when he was healthy I know he ended up missing the second half of the season but he averaged four and a half yards per carry and when, when he was running the ball it seemed like it was a guaranteed six yards I know that's not what his average was but he just 
went through everybody. Um, he's a great player. The Dolphins have been making a lot of moves, and it seems like it's one of those situations where a team has a ton of cap space, and they're just spending it like crazy, thinking that's going to work out. But as we all know, the big spenders in free agency are not going to be the big winners in the, the, in the next season. They're bringing in so many pieces. Um, I don't know how it's going to fit together, but I think that's a very good move by the Dolphins because they needed a running back, and Jordan Howard is one of the best out there. He's get He gets a lot of disrespect. A lot of people um, don't really – they, they kind of underestimate him. But um, good sign there. Camus Grugier-Hill actually went to the Dolphins as well. So they're building up a team with uh, two former Eagles now. Camus um, did not expect him to come back at all because just the way he played after that injury, um, he – didn't really play up to the potential all summer. Everybody was raving about him, saying that he was going to be the best linebacker on the team, most athletic. Um, nothing happened from it. So he got hurt, came back, and was really just a glorified special teamer and played pretty good on defense, but still just wasn't the linebacker that the Eagles expected him to be. Another move that happened was the Eagles brought back quarterback Nate Sudfeld on a one-year deal. I did not see this coming at all either because um, – the, I explained this before, but the whole situation with Sudfeld was he kind of wanted to play himself into a bigger role with another team um, during the preseason. He declined a contract from the Eagles. The Eagles really like him, but then uh, he declined that contract because he wanted to play well and then hit free agency this season. Then he ended up getting hurt, didn't play at all during the regular season just because Carson Wentz staying healthy and then Josh McCown came in um, in the playoffs. But uh, Nate Sudfeld is going to be back, and he's going to be the backup quarterback. I don't see anybody else coming in and giving him um, any threat to the QB2 job. So good for Nate Sudfeld to come back. Um, it's a one-year deal, and I would imagine that's probably going to be his last year in Philadelphia just because the Eagles need to um, – they, they don't need to prioritize backup quarterback. To, I know it's super important. Uh, we saw that with Nick Foles. I'm trying to – I'm kind of, kind of getting off topic here, but, um, you know – the backup quarterback is an important position, but it's not something that they need to lock in somebody for long-term. That's what I'm trying to say. Nate Sudfeld is not going to be someone that they look at and say, this is a long-term solution. We need to sign him for three or four years or make sure that we get him on these short-term deals um, every offseason, every two off-seasons. Just going to play it season by season. Uh, maybe draft someone, maybe bring in someone like they did, did with uh, Josh McCown. So good for him, but um, not really reading too much into that. Overall, uh, free agency so far has been a surprise to a lot of people. I just tweeted out how Roseman was expected to shake things up. He ended up replacing Malcolm Jenkins with cornerback Jalen Mills, and he signed a nose tackle, which uh, the Eagles, I mean, credit to Jeff Mosher and Inside the Birds. They were on that already on the podcast and on InsideTheBirds.com. Uh, the morning, yesterday morning, Monday morning, wrote a piece that the Eagles were interested in him. And I think they said even around $12 million per year and ended up being around $13 million per year. So credits to them. They were on it. Um, I mean, if you guys weren't plugged into them already, then it, it showed that that was a little bit of a surprise. But, um, you know, if you saw that, then you know that there there was interest. And you know what he brought to the table as a player. So I think it's a good signing. It came as definitely a surprise, but it's a good signing. Overall, my take on free agency so far, I'm going to keep this pretty brief because I know there's going to be a lot of news and I want to keep getting it out to you. don't want to take up too much of your time right now, but it's uh, my, I'm kind of torn. Um, 
First, starting with Jalen Mills and Malcolm Jenkins, I loved getting Mills back because I really like him as a player and as a leader. Jenkins, it's so hard to say goodbye to him. Uh, He's somebody that, although he didn't spend his entire career in Philly, and he won't spend the rest of it in Philly, it's someone that you would want to be in an Eagles uniform for the rest of the time. Um, You want him to finish and recognize himself as an Eagle. Because he just he brought so much to the Eagles, he brought helped with the Super Bowl a lot, um, and just to let him go is is mind boggling. I know that he wanted more money, and there's always that possibility. But whenever I thought about it, whenever people I talked to thought about it, they're just always like, "Oh, just throw a little bit more money at him; it'll be fine." Uh, nobody was really worried. Nobody thought that this was actually a real possibility. Everybody was playing. I in my plans for. I'm um, talking about the secondary and stuff on previous podcast. I was preparing for it. I said if one of if him or Rodney McLeod leaves, I was expecting at least one of them to leave, but I didn't think it would be Jenkins. Um, so that kind of caught me su- by surprise. But looking at it from the Eagles standpoint, they would have to pay him. I think his his salary cap for his cap hit for this year was about ten and a half million. Um, he would probably probably want around 13 or so, but a lot more guaranteed. So it would end up kicking up by a good amount because um, the base salary was significantly less than that $10.5 million. Um, it would end up costing them a good amount, not much compared to how much salary cap they already have. But right now, if you look at the Eagles, they're not spending big right now. I know Hargrave was um, $13 million per year, but other than that, they're not making big moves. It's not like they're going out and getting Byron Jones or – um, Eric Armstead that I mentioned yesterday, but he went back to the Niners. Players like that that are going to require a lot. Players that are still out there, um, Darius Slay mentioned him last night in a trade uh, possibility. You still have receivers like Robbie Anderson at the top of the list, but also um, the lower-level players like Bashad Perriman, Philip Dorsett that I mentioned. You still have a couple of defensive linemen. I know the Eagles just signed a defensive tackle, but defensive end is still a bigger need. And two players that come to mind, Yannick Ngakwe, who you you would need to trade for. He's on a franchise tag, so you need to trade for him and possibly sign him long-term, which is going to cost a lot, so maybe they're saving up for that. But also, dare I say, Jadavion Clowney. When I talked to Elliot Shore Parks a few weeks ago, he was all in on it, and I was questioning him. I'm like, do you really think that is the best idea for the Eagles after they didn't get him in the trade this past offseason and then what happened with Nick Foles what just happened with Carson Wentz a couple months ago do you think that I mean I I just couldn't believe that he he would actually uh believe that that was the only thing that I was really like uh having trouble believing believe it or not I know he gets a, a bad reputation with Eagles fans but um he was saying I mean if you have the chance to get a talent like that you know, it would it would be surprising how quickly people would forget all the hard things about uh, Jadavion Clowney and these dirty player labels that he has right now. I, I somewhat see it. I don't think he's going to end up coming to Philly, but he hasn't been signed yet. He's still out on the market. Um, Clowney is definitely someone that we got to keep our eyes open and uh, consider because the Eagles have had interest for a while now. Um, other than that, the Eagles still need to address wide receiver, cornerback, Safety again, 100%, because Roddy McLeod is right now testing the market. Um, have to address linebacker. Yeah, I mean, there, there are still needs that need to be filled. The Eagles are not this 
most active team on the market right now, but I still I still trust that Howie has something brewing because he still has 10 picks up his sleeve. He still has those to use in a trade or to just draft, sit back and draft the best players that he wants. And he still has about, I would say, like 30 or so million in cap space. Um, he could definitely re- rework a couple of deals to create a little bit more. He's really good with finances. So I'm not worried right now. It just, you know, my reaction out of this is I, I'm pretty upset that Malcolm Jenkins is gone. I understand it from a business standpoint, but uh, it's just, it's tough. And if you if you look at it, when Jalen Mills' contract is up to $5 million, let's say he makes $4 million of that um, with incentives and everything. That's going to be about $9 million less than Malcolm Jenkins. Obviously, Jenkins is going to play better than Mills, but Mills is younger, has a little bit more potential if he signs long-term. Um, that's a lot of money saved for someone that's not going to be a significant drop-off. Uh, so I understand it a little bit, but um, still, like I said, it's a little bit upsetting to see him go. Um, going forward, I think the next move that happens is going to be in the secondary because, like I just tweeted, there has to be at least two moves that need to be made. And that d- that does include the draft. I think one is going to happen um, in the next week or so between a signing or a trade, a.k.a. Darius Slay. And um, I think the other one will be a draft pick, a high draft pick. Another couple cornerbacks on the market right now, possibly trade for Xavier Howard, possibly um, sign a guy like Desmond Trufant. I know some people are... Um, on Chris Harris Jr. for a while. I, I don't understand that. I don't think that would ever happen. Um, but yeah, definitely keep our eyes open because right now, Eagles news is coming in hot. And when more stuff comes in, come back for more Birds banter. And go Birds! Bye.